everybody. Welcome back to Looking for the Real God. This is Christy Lynn Wood. In today's episode, I am going to continue my story of meeting the real Jesus. And this time we'll be talking about how I recognized an imposter. If you've been following along with me, then you know that I have talked about my young years being homeschooled when nobody was being homeschooled, early teens when my family joined a cultic organization, and then mid-teens when I met Jesus. So about four years after Jesus showed up in my bedroom, I was continuing to get to know him, continuing to enjoy my relationship with him. But it all kind of came to this abrupt head, and I stopped being that good girl that always did the right thing. So here is that story. When I was 19, so four years after I had met Jesus, we came to a summer camp. And every year, our church would have this ginormous family camp. We rented a camp in northern Michigan, and we literally filled it up with homeschooling families who all follow the same rules. Sometimes we even had two camps that we were, there were so many people that were there. Sometimes we rented two. But on this particular summer, uh, we had just rented one camp and we had this huge white tent out in the field. And that's where we had our chapel services. There was singing with a piano because, you know, drums are evil. And there was just lots of preaching. And then in between chapel services, there would be meals and games. And I really looked forward to family camp. It was a lot of fun because we got to get together with our friends. You got to hang out with uh, opposite genders and talk to them and possibly look for your future husband, that kind of thing. Not that I ever found him there, Uh, but you know, I tried. And uh, it was just a lot of fun. We always brought in some kind of a speaker for the week. I remember one year there was this guy who dressed up and gave sermons from famous Christians in the past. That was unique. Uh, But this particular year, we actually had two speakers. And the first half of the week, we had this Messianic Jew who came and just shared Jesus with us. And he was awesome. So he was a Jewish man who decided that Jesus was actually the Messiah. And he was just passionate about Jesus. And the Jesus he shared with us was just so real. And he resonated with me. I was like, that's my Jesus. Like, I've met that Jesus. And I love him too. And I sat in the front of the chapel with my good godly friends, and I just took notes, and I ate up every one of his sermons. I just loved it. And then the second half of the week, they brought in a second speaker. And this man, well-known in conservative circles, um, was like the king of rules and lists. And he was like harsh and mean and If you didn't do everything he said, there was possibly no way that God was going to ever bless you. Like your life was going to fall apart unless you followed these 99 rules. It was insane. And I just kind of lost it. Like good godly Christy couldn't handle it. And I literally turned into this most awful rebel you've ever met in your life. And I, I was so angry. I was like, there's no possible way that's right. And I remember I sat in the very back of the chapel. And I had my arms crossed. I was slouched in my seat. 
And I sat with these friends of mine that I knew weren't like the good kids, you know, they kind of had a reputation and I didn't even care. Like I was so angry. How dare this man tell us this is who God is. And it honestly came to this giant point where I was walking in the woods and I was taking this walk and I was walking back and forth on a sandy path. And I was like, okay, look, you can't both be Jesus. Because I was looking around and the families that were here at this camp and the pastors who had been teaching me for the last few years, they were totally buying into the second guy. They were like, oh yeah, isn't he great? Look at his rules. Oh, he's so great. And I was like, no, he's not great. He's terrible. I hate him. So I'm walking on this path and I'm like, okay, look, you can't both be Jesus. This Jesus that I've been getting to know for the last four years, this Jesus that my first speaker was talking about that I just resonated with, that Jesus cannot be the same Jesus as this rule Jesus and this, I'm not going to bless you unless you follow me, Jesus. And all these things you have to do to make me happy, Jesus, like they don't, they don't work together. They can't both be Jesus. And so I stood there on this path in the woods and I said, Jesus, like, will the real Jesus please stand up? I need to know who you are. I need to know who you are. And I was mad. Honestly, I was mad. And I look back and I was just, I was ticked. And so I, I fell off my pedestal that week. I started asking my friends, why are we wearing skirts? Like, what's the point of skirts? I don't understand. Where does it say in the Bible we have to wear skirts? And I started questioning other things. And I actually held fingertips with a boy in the play we were in. We did this huge drama about the life of John Newton. And I was the romantic interest. And he was John, uh, John Newton. I was his, like, girlfriend slash wife. And in the very end, when he, like, comes back from his ship and he's trust Jesus as a savior or whatever. We have this romantic moment together. And I'm like, how are we just standing here? This is so awkward. We should at least hold hands. And oh my gosh, we held fingertips, but you should have seen, it was like I was making out with him in the stage. I mean, it was, they were so angry with me. The grownups were so angry with me. And I, I got called out. I got talked to by different people, different parents. The pastor of the church actually came up to me after, um, after the whole camp was over, he called me and he said, you know, you, you are out of line, Christine. Like you are not, you are not doing the right thing. And you need to go back and apologize to people. And being the good people pleaser that I was, I did. I went back and I apologized and I asked for forgiveness from very, you know, different families and parents and my friends and whatever. But it was kind of the start. Like I was just like, this is ridiculous. This can't both be Jesus. And it was just the beginning. And I remember there was just a lot of questions after that, a lot of doubts. And finally, about a year later, year and a half later, um, so I was early 20, probably 20. I was at a youth retreat because if you weren't married, you were still a youth group person. And so we were at this winter retreat and a lot of us were kind of at the place where we were done, but we wore snow pants that year. Girls wore snow pants. And that was kind of the first time because we weren't wearing skirts. And we just, we were hanging out. It was great. We were having fun. And uh, we went to bed the first night and it was about midnight. You always go to bed late at winter retreats, obviously. And all of a sudden we get woken up and the light gets turned on and this lady comes in. She's one of the moms and she was like, you guys all need to get up because I need to have a talk with you. And she dragged all of us girls out to the middle area of this cabin. And we had to sit around while she talked to us. And I honestly wasn't sure what was going on. Like, what was she so angry about? And so I sat there with a couple of my other friends and I was more just noticing the time. Cause like it's after midnight and prayer meeting starts at 630, which means I got to get up a lot earlier because you got to, you know, curl your hair before you go to prayer meeting. 
So shower, blow dry hair, curl hair, because all that is a sign of spirituality. And I, you know, still wanted to be godly. And so I'm looking at this clock and I'm like, lady, come on, we got to get going here because I got to get up, curl my hair and go to prayer meeting and people think I'm awesome and maybe marry me. So she's talking and talking and I'm just kind of zoning out because I'm tired. And all of a sudden I hear her say, now the real reason I called this meeting tonight was because my heart was just grieved. And I'm like, what? Okay. And so she's like, I looked outside today and I couldn't tell who the boys were and who the girls were because you were all wearing snow pants. And I remember I just looked at her and I was like, is she serious? And she was serious. She was very serious. She was super upset because we wore snow pants and she couldn't tell we were females. And you know, how immodest were snow pants, poofy snow pants. And I remember I looked at her and for the first time in my life, this thought just kind of floated into my head. Like, I think I've been brainwashed. Like, this is nuts. This is, this is officially nuts. And I laid my head on the shoulder of the girl next to me. And I was like, yeah, okay, right, whatever. But that was kind of like the moment when I was like, you know what? It's not the real Jesus. And I think this is all just craziness. And I started just asking God, like, will you just show me who you really are? Like, I need to know who you really are. I need to know how much of this stuff that I believe for so many years is bonkers. Because I, I get this idea that a lot of it is probably wrong. So my question for you today, as you hear my crazy story, is back to that whole idea. Like, are you, are you disillusioned? Are there things that you've experienced within your religious Christianity that just kind of make you go, huh? Really? What? Because there's a lot of tradition. There's a lot of tradition and there's a lot of ritual that we mix in with our Christianity that isn't really Jesus. And a couple of years ago, as I was kind of just sorting through my own religious experience, and not even just my religious experience in the past, but just some religious hurt that had happened more recently, I read some books by some people that um, came out of evangelical churches. And these girls that wrote these books, some of them had a more extreme experience like me, and some of them just had normal religious Christianese church, like evangelical church. But every single one of them just came away just frustrated and broken and like confused. I know there's a lot of that out there. And I know that a lot of people who feel that way tend to just say, okay, well, it must all just be crazy. But guys, I guess this is where I just want to pull back because like all of that was crazy. And there's a lot of crazy stuff that happens in Christianity that's not actually legitimately Christianity. But that doesn't mean that Jesus isn't real. And that doesn't mean that the things in the Bible aren't real. And I hope you'll just stick with me for the next few episodes because I want to just tackle some of this stuff. I want to tackle the way we read the Bible. I want to tackle the way we view God. And rather than jumping to another side of things, I want to just sit here in the middle here. And I want to just find the narrow way that Jesus walked because I believe that he's real. And I believe that what he said was true. I just think that we often just confuse it and mix it up in our broken selves. Like we just don't get it right. And even though he continually tries to show us who he is, we still mess it up. So I just hope you'll stick with me. And uh, as I ask these questions and as I try to just discover some of this stuff and, you know, just search, like it's okay to, to be there searching and looking and trying to figure it out because we have a God who wants to be found. And I literally am probably going to tell you that every single episode, like God wants to be found and you can find him if you look for him. Don't just look for him in someone else's blog post, but look for him in the Bible. 
Look for him, talk to him, tell him you want to find him, and he will show himself to you. I can guarantee that because he loves us so very much. Next time, I'm going to talk to you about how I found freedom, how I found the real definition of grace, and how God brought me into just some truth about the things that I had believed and what reality was. So I'm looking forward to that one. And uh, until then, you just keep searching. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love to have you join me over on my website at christylynnwood.com for more content, free resources, and opportunities to connect with a community of people who are looking for the real God.